What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. This is the Power Couples segment on Money FM 89.3 with me, Jason Dacey, joined by a couple of friends who are going to talk about how they balance busy work lives with busy growing families. I'd like to welcome Kat Hawthorne Van Zeffen, digital transformation expert, and my friend Glenn Van Zeffen, the media trainer and former CNN broadcaster. I don't know about this power couples <laughs> title, Jason. I think you need That's to rethink that. Okay, uh, Can I just, let me just put that out there right now. Okay, you pa- you pack lots of power, both you're of very, you. You're, you're too kind. I assure you. We're all just struggling. Uh, well, look, I'm going to let uh, Kat have the have the first word. Kat, tell us about your job because uh, you've intrigued me with uh, this title that I've come up with, uh, digital transformation expert. Because you do many things, and uh, I know you've worked a lot with technology and and digital. It's funny, you intrigue myself when you talk about an expert because in a field like technology, you never feel like an expert. And if you do, then you've stopped learning. So you always have to, if it doesn't hurt, then you're not learning fast enough. So what I do is we do digital transformation. We work with clients that are really looking at leveraging digital at its core to better serve their customers, to be more relevant in their lives. So underpinning that is like tech, data, digital. Wonderful. All the fun stuff you get to play with. Wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, Glenn, we know you as a, as a trainer, as a broadcaster, as a journalist. Uh, so it must be pretty interesting, you know, seeing what Kat's doing in her job. Yeah, she, she has really approached this whole career of digital transformation in a very interesting way, starting with nonprofits, working for Grameen Foundation years ago, and now working for Publicis.Sapient, uh, which is her, her new company now that she's working with for the last couple of years. But it's really fun to watch because she is so in touch with um, what's happening on the ground with transformation and you know digital apps, digital experiences, digital marketing, cap- marketing campaigns. It, it's really fun to watch. So that is the work side of things. But, of course, uh, I can see out there in the pantry we have uh, two growing kids, uh, a boy and a, and a girl. I mean, you guys are Americans. You've been in Singapore for more than a decade, more than a dozen years, uh, Glenn. Uh, so tell me about the family side of things. Well, we're coming up on 15 years, actually, wow. you know, pretty soon. And Kat came over. Uh, we were dating uh, when we first moved over here. And we got married here on Santosa, mm-hmm. at the Shangri-La in Santosa. And then... Both Kate and Max were born, so it's been a it's been an interesting experience. I mean, this they identify themselves as Americans, but they've never lived anywhere else other than Singapore. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, isn't it, Kat? You know, both of you from the United States. I mean, you lived in California and you lived in Atlanta, Georgia, other parts of the U.S. Glenn is mostly from the Chicago area, but we were colleagues at CNN in Atlanta. So this background that you guys have got, and here you are in Singapore for almost a decade and a half, and your kids really know Singapore much better than the U.S., I guess. They do. They consider themselves Americans, but they're truly Singaporean in so many ways. Um, and it, it's fun because we don't, uh, we don't associate ourselves with a geographic place, but it's more you see their hearts growing in the form of global citizens and being just sensitive to all types of people from all kinds of places. And, you know, there's this concept of the third culture kid, right, which your daughter is is very much a part of as well, Mm -hmm. uh, Jason. And, you know, kids that, again, they identify with maybe a certain country, but they've grown up in different countries all over the world. And I I know many of the listeners here will get that because many of them have kids that have lived around the world as well. It's Mm -hmm. a very important thing. And, And something, frankly, we believe is the future. If kids can understand and appreciate different cultures, they're going to be so far ahead of their compatriots back home in the U.S. Mm. And Kat, uh, your uh, kids are in local schools, having been in international you know, preschools and other schools previously. How do you find that as part of the equation of uh, raising them in Singapore? 
I think it's important to to us having been a part of the Singapore community and the Singapore culture. It's very important what they've been doing in the local schools. And the schools are amazing. And it's it's all about shepherding them through that process. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's been really good for us. And our, our kids so far have thrived and been lucky enough to, we've gone through, I have to admit, I'm on Kiasu Parents. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and our 12-year-old has just gone through the, the DSA process mm. for secondary schools. And quite successfully, she's just gotten all A's on her uh, prelims and getting ready for the PSLE. Wow, that is fantastic. Glenn, how do you look at uh, you know the international system compared to the local school system? We have a lot of friends who have their kids in the international system, and mm-hmm. we're, we're good friends with, uh, with folks at Stanford American and the American School. Chip uh, Kimball, the superintendent at the American School, has done an amazing job there. So many great schools here, and, uh, and we would never say anything other than you know, high praise for all of them. We just felt like we came to a point where we felt like you know, our kids were born here. We live on the East Coast, mm-hmm. you know, as do you, Jason, mm-hmm. near a school called Tanjong Katong Primary, mm-hmm. which is one of the most foreigner-friendly local schools in Singapore and typically has a 10 to 12% ratio of foreign kids there. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We just decided they should be part of this community. They should know Singaporeans. They should know the system. And and let's be honest, you know, the Singapore schools are consistently ranked number one globally for public schools in the the OECD rankings. So you can't do much better in a public school system than here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The same ranking, by the way, the U.S. is around 40 or 45, is that right? something like that, yeah, in terms of school rankings, right? Right. So, and quality of education. So, mm. you know, we feel pretty confident with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, we, the international schools here are fantastic. And Kat, what about um, with your busy schedule, you know, in your job, uh, you know, working, as we mentioned, in digital and, and traveling quite a lot regionally and trying to balance, uh, you know, being a Kiasu mum and uh, your career ambitions? How uh, difficult is that? It's difficult, mm. but... And now I will go to the power couple reference <laughs> um, because without a power partner, this would not be possible. And also it's with having help at home. You know, when you don't live at home and you don't have your grandparents and the aunts and uncles to surround and support you in growing your family, you rely on your help in your home. And, and also my husband has been really a super Super dad, and with that, uh, really, that is so true, Jason. I gotta <laughs> say, <laughs> no, it yeah, is. True. Yeah, well, look, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen how Glenn is is very, you know, uh, active in, in their lives. Uh, but Glenn, it can be challenging for you as well because you do a lot of trainings of high level executives. I mean, you travel regionally as well. You've been to London in the last couple of months. Uh, of course, you know, there's also the journalism and broadcasting side of things as well. So, what about your perspective on you know trying to make sure that you're around for them? Look, Kat and I both have full-time jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she works for she works for a company, I have my own company, but we're still both very busy. So, there are trade-offs that are made. I, you know, I won't I won't uh, kid you. The one thing that that I've always felt strongly about and this comes from our former uh, boss and great mentor of mine, Tom Johnson, mm-hmm. who, was, who was the president of CNN yes. for many decades over many years, I should say. But one thing that he told me more than 25 years ago, or 20 years ago when we were in Atlanta, was, you know, the one thing you can never get back is time with your kids. And he always felt that, he always felt sad at his retirement that he did not spend enough time with his kids while he was working. Mm. You know, he was so focused on the job, and he did a great job at at CNN during the the early days of CNN. Um, So, you know, I kind of took that to heart. I said, you know what, sometimes I may have to pass up on something work-related to to be around the kids a little bit more. And I don't get that balance perfect, but you know, all you can do is try. 
I've also had a great uh, um, uh, piece of advice that was also that you, you can't get the quantity of time perhaps that you want, but just make sure the time you spend is quality. And so every chance you get to just when you walk in the door, sit on the floor with the kids or play Lego in the morning, we do that, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. build things together, that, that, that can make up for it. One thing that we try to do daily, which is have at least one meal with the kids, Mm. whether it's breakfast when they wake up at 530 or 6 in the morning um, or when they come home uh, in the afternoon for for our our dinner or whatever, we try to do that religiously every Mm. day, at least a touch point there. This is the Power Couple segment here on Money FM with Glenn Van Zeffen and Kat Hawthorne Van Zeffen. Kat, you grew up uh, part of the time in a, in a pretty rough part of um, Northern California near Oakland. Uh, how do you compare your childhood and, and that uh, with the Singapore childhood that your kids are having? Uh, yes, I grew up in the hood. And yeah, uh, yeah it was a complex upbringing. Um, and it compares in no way to life here. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Talk more about that. I don't know where you start Mm. Um, in every way from my brother had an incident when I was in elementary school where he was severely beaten because he witnessed a shooting and was called by the police to come and testify as a witness. Um, My father was in law enforcement and accompanied him. And because he stood up to speak out and testify to what he saw happen, he was severely beaten as an example in in the community. Oh dear. Um, so, uh, you know, those kinds of, you, you know, you, it, we laugh about the differences, but the differences are stark. And um, and people in Singapore living in this in, in the life that, you know, we all enjoy um, should recognize that it is a privileged existence and it's not the existence of everybody everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And, and Glenn, your background in the Chicago area, how do you contrast that to this? Um, you know, obviously the seasons and extreme weather that you have uh, there in the Midwest of the U.S. are very different here in Singapore. Yeah, I, you know, first off, you know, the the the, the upbringing that Kat had versus, versus myself, I mean, completely different, right? Yeah, I grew up yeah. in the western suburbs, Glen Ellen, Illinois, um, you know, very middle class. And, uh, you know, the dads got on the train and took it into the city every Commuted morning to go to work. Commuted to Chicago, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like you see in so many big cities in, mm-hmm. in, in America. Um, so it was a, it was a very, uh, I would say, you know, normal, if I can put it that way, uh, for um, a middle class family in the Midwest mm-hmm. growing up. Now, and coming here, um, the one thing that we do appreciate is, you know, when you look at the news in recent years in the U.S. and the school shootings and, mm, and all that sort mm. of stuff, just having our kids in an environment that's safe is really our number one, I think, concern. You know, the fact that kids in the U.S. that are Kate and Max's ages not only have to know what the term active shooter means, yeah. but they have to know what to do in the event of an mm. active shooter in their school. And I, I just think that's absolute madness Mm. and you know i just i can't understand why people in the u.s can't come together and get some kind of agreement on how to get you know the gun issue under control in a way that if nothing else at least kids are safe yeah yeah cat when you look at uh, at the u.s and obviously you love your country it's where you grew up but you're here in singapore when you look forward to where you might retire where you might um, bring up the kids in, in college and all that kind of thing? Have you given it much thought? We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Done. And I love it that, that when we did leave, we divested of many things. Mm. So we don't have anchors or roots anywhere other than our, our family that is still there. Mm. Um, so what it does is it gives us a completely blank canvas to mm-hmm. paint our future and allow our kids who are growing up completely different from who we are, allowing them to be who they are going to be and help to direct their own futures. So, and then we may just kind of follow and support that. 
And when you look at your kids, Glenn, are they more Asian or are they more American or just kind of something in between when it comes to where they might want to go when they're older? Well, let's see. Max's favorite foods are bihun and chicken rice. So what do you think, Jason? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know, uh, you know, cheeseburgers? No, no, not so much. Maybe every now and then. <laughs> But uh, so it is. It is pretty funny, actually. And of course, they love roti prata. Mm. And they love you know a lot of stuff, right? They'd miss it, wouldn't they? Yeah. If they if I, they went back to the U.S. and they would need to be in a place where they could get some of this stuff. Let's put it that <laughs> way. Maybe yeah, San Francisco. Kate, Kate's Mandarin is gorgeous. I mean, it's just yeah. Yeah, she's good at Mandarin, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, they, they both went to a preschool here that was completely bilingual, mm-hmm. Odyssey Preschool. Mm-hmm. And, and so both of them have been studying Mandarin since they were about 18 months old. Mm, wow. And so mm. Kate's is off the charts great. Mm. Um, Max is okay, although he doesn't want to study as much as his sister does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, but he's, he, we love the fact that they're bilingual. And, and that they at least appreciate the fact that other con- con- cultures should be respected. Mm. Kat, I know it's a reluctant uh, title to have a uh, power couple on <laughs> YouTube, but any advice you give to people out there trying to do exactly what you're doing, trying to balance uh, busy work lives with the family and, and trying to get the balance right and make sure their kids are growing up in the right way? Mm. I would say um, master many ways to your center. Um, you know, I spent time at, uh, a, well, a Copan Monastery studying the Lam Rim and um, meditation groups and things like that. I mean, you've traveled a lot, right, and lived in different parts of the world, too. I, I have. I've lived throughout. Um, and, uh, and what I find is that you, you don't know what you're going to face in terms of difficulties, but if you can master and also working through sort of where you're targeting poverty-stricken places mm. takes you to many places where you're facing many things. Mm. And so being able to master many ways to yourself, to your center, to your calmness, to your happy place can help take you away from all the stresses that come around and get back to focusing on that which is important and and not being so hard on yourself and just trying to do every little bit that you can. If it's just that, you know, that five minutes you have in the morning before your kid falls asleep and you lay on the bed with them and you have a bit of a conversation, that could be the one thing that makes a difference. Quantity, not uh, quality or quality quantity, Glenn, what would you say that your key is? You know, absolutely quality makes makes up for it. You know, there are times on the weekend, if you have more time, you can spend the days doing, you know, whatever it is you do as a family, that's absolutely important. Um, it's not easy. The fact that we live in a place where we can, many of us have uh, have domestic help, have a, have a helper, mm-hmm. hugely helps because we're, we're able to have these great lives where we can go off and travel and do different things. But don't forget there are little beings at home, mm. if in fact mm. you do have kids, mm. that need your attention and that, you know, you only get one chance to be a parent, you know. And soon enough, and we're seeing with Kate, our 12-year-old already, she's starting to to grow and go off and do her own thing. And it's, you know, not too many more years that she's not going to want to be around yeah. us, right? Yeah. She's going to be with her friends. So you really got to leverage those times that you have. Well, I can look at uh, your kids there in the uh, pantry room. Look like they want some roti prata and beef. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready, always. <laughs> Many thanks, uh, Kat Hawthorne Van Zeffen and Glenn Van Zeffen for being our power couple here on Money FM 89.3. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason.